All right. This Why, is episode. This is episode. Why did you? You sound like a child when you did that. The decennial. 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 What is ten? Decennial. Episode. <laughs> I think I'm witnessing a stroke. Stroke There's ASMR. There's a way to say like tenth, but not it's decennial or something like that. Cent- I don't know what it is. You're right. It is deci- it's deci something. Yeah. Decade. De- decennial. Whatever. <laughs> this is a decennial episode. This is the episode ten <laughs> of the Life, Liberty, and Podcast podcast. Ooh. Today we're talking about AI art, a, a topic that Nicholas is quite passionate about, and we're gonna go into some philosophical stuff and see where it goes from there. So. Hope you enjoy it. Any notes, Nicholas? You got it all, bud. Let's do it. All right. Enjoy the podcast episode. So um, where where should I start? So recently, but not necessarily like within the past week, it's been like oh, a six-month kind of experience. Like I think I initially found out about it in April. It was this AI art engine called Dolly, and it's spelled like, like Wally, except oh, with Dolly. Okay. And, um, it's this, uh, it was this amazing, um, uh, is this amazing thing that is capable of like interpreting what you type into the actual engine, uh, just in like basic, like phrasing. And you'd say like, uh, raccoon riding a skateboard and it would be able to print some form of image that is like fully believable and like like coherent is this like a meme there's a lot of memes about this isn't it uh i mean maybe I think. i've seen something like that on twitter where the people type in something and it shows up yeah 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 that's like their uh i think that's their like light version okay it's not quite as comprehensive it's like uh, in a prototype i think um since it's free and the actual like dolly 2 engine is like I, you have to get on a wait list in order to like Wait, really? Yeah. It's not out yet. But um, it's like you can send. I think you can actually get like commissions or prompts fulfilled if you like uh, send a tweet or email the creators and then they'll send you in response like the image that it uh, created. And so I think loosely the way it works is it creates like hundreds or thousands of possible variations and then through some sort of algorithm selects the ones that it feels are most close to what you're asking for Hmm. interesting now when i say when i provide the example that i provided um like a raccoon on a skateboard it's like that's not necessarily art but then you you come back with some of the prompts that people put in which is like oil company apocalypse art piece oil painting and it produces something that's like you would think that a contemporary artist produced, you know, and I've looked at so many of them. I can still pick out when an AI has created it. Um, but it's still like, were you to say, or were you not to say like if a AI, nobody knew about it and you just started like printing out commissions based off of that, nobody would be able to tell the difference. Like mm-hmm. most people would not. Uh, they would take it as something that is like very well done. And um, just the reason it resonates with me is that like, it's kind of a, another frontier that's been 
starting to get conquered by like AI, right? And machines and automation. And um, it was one of those things where everybody used to say in terms of like uh, the process or the progress of automation killing jobs would be like, yeah, but we'll have creative, creative stuff. It can never replicate that. But I don't think people, I think people underestimate the, the willingness of someone to accept uh, mediocrity, right? Or something that lacks uh, the dimension of like it was created by a human and has emotion behind it for something that just looks nice. So do you not like it then because of like, are you sad or disappointed that this exists now? Oh, I mean, my initial reaction is like sadness because I can just from like a, I guess, purely like uh, from the perspective of like supporting art communities, I can already see how the commissions that support people, which is like the commissions that I feel like support artists most of the time are not things that are like, hey, I need this amazing painting that's supposed to represent depression and things like that. It's like, hey, I need a art piece for uh, a journal article that I've written or like a, a news article that I've written. Like, I think I've already saw one about when Alex Jones was uh, going into court. Someone used an AI art piece for it. Really? Yeah. And that stuff is what keep keeps artists afloat. And so it's already incredibly, incredibly difficult to have a sustainable living as an artist. And here is a massive thing that's going to get rid of so many people who, frankly, don't give a shit about the quality of the art. They just need something. They need something that is like, pretty good quality like b plus right and looks creatively done and um it's just going to get rid of so many people it's going to first there's going to be some area some area of artists who are going to not have any more work i don't know if this has happened or will happen i'm going to say that it will happen who aren't going to have more work you're going to have a ton of people who are going to be demotivated uh to become artists and they just quit and um it's just gonna it's just gonna create like a overall like lack of respect for art and maybe i'm like old man shouting out the clouds right now but no that's fair i mean like because at first you made it seem like you liked it, so I was kind of surprised by that. But I, I mean, I have reverence for it. I know what it is, and I'm not gonna lie. Like it is, it's not, it, it's not bad because it's bad at what it does. It's bad because it's enticing. You know, like the amount of people. Like I was on a Discord for this other AI, AI art engine called Midjourney. Um, that's more readily accessible. You just go in their Discord. And they have some sort of integration where you type in the prompt in the Discord and then it returns like four values of what you said. And it's pretty good. I have reverence for it. And I feel like I'm still trying to reconcile my my current perception of art and where it stands because, you know, things like that are inevitable. Like no amount of me being displeased with it is going to stop it from happening. So I kind of have to figure out where to put that in my patchwork of how I operate as a creative, right? Because I at one point, at some point, want to create and operate off of creative stuff. And I'm a visual artist, like that. I wanted to do something with the visual arts. That's my skill set. And you know, I can sit here and piss and piss and moan and complain about this thing that's going to take my job, or I can learn how to work with it. I don't want to work with it, but it's just like. 
you know, you yeah. gotta I mean, the wins where you get them, right? That's it's difficult because it's like I mean, I I can't even imagine how it'd be like if, you know, that happened with like film, for example, being replaced because that would take a part of my income that I sometimes get when it comes to having commissions of people who you know, hire me to make videos for them for whatever reason. Um, I mean, it doesn't necessarily, I guess, it doesn't necessarily cut in on the market of traditional artists. Uh, yeah, but those aren't the ones who aren't having trouble. Or, I don't know, maybe... I mean, like, most stuff that you want to make nowadays, if you want to make a living, is prints or, like, merchandise. Okay. And that stuff is easily, like... It basically just takes out any advantage that we got with the invention of the internet, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the pros and cons of technology. It, it brings a lot of stuff, but it also takes away older technologies and older things. But, like, I mean, art has existed for such a long time that it's not going to go away just like that. It's just that it's going to be a lot harder to have a viable career out of it, for especially for more independent or smaller people who don't have the luck or opportunity to be hired by someone or be discovered by someone who has a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but it's a cascading but, effect. It's like, yeah, sure. You won't be able to make a living at it, but you can do it on your own. But it's just like, it, it's a cascading effect of like, okay, well now that person's going to be miserable for most of their life because they're not going to be able to make a living out of it. And they're going to go and work a job where they're going to get exhausted. And by the end of that day, they're going to come home. Do you think they're going to produce? No, they're going to be exhausted. And I can just tell you from personal experience, that's what happens. And then imagine that person now having a family and now I have to support my family. And then we that's how you just don't get artists anymore is because you create all these different things and roadblocks between them and being able to produce something. And there's just no well, benefit to this. I mean, that's, that's the reason why things like not having a capital system, having more socialist systems helps when it especially when it comes to i mean even Karl marx said it himself it's like you know as technology advances and takes people's jobs away one of the best solutions to that is to have you know socialism to the point where um you can i mean even and even separate from socialism like if you have a society that doesn't depend solely on work being the only way of living and being able to survive then you don't have to worry about ai getting rid of all these jobs quote unquote because it doesn't matter right if you if you have a basic standard of living already set for yourself then you don't have to you can do whatever you want you can create your art you can um you know do all of that and you don't have to worry about stuff being this artificial technology being replaced because even though there that will be there you can still compete with it just as another competitor and people will appreciate the real life art. And even if some of the masses might not, there's definitely people who would. I mean, that, I mean, if you look yeah, at Yeah, like, I mean, there are going to be the, but it's just like those people don't provide enough money. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying this is a hypothetical, right? When we yeah. don't, if we weren't in a purely capitalist society that we're in, but unfortunately that is the reality, yeah. which is, I mean, that's the thing is like, I feel like if people knew how to plan ahead, if people if leaders knew how to plan ahead we would have already figured this stuff out a long time ago because this is inevitable this is such an easy thing to see into the future that like it's such a duh thing yeah, like so is climate change or anything else it's I know. just like I, and it, that's what i mean it's a cascading effect of like you know like 
it's just the same thing with just a different cover on it a different coat of paint it's just like okay automation but now it's come to art and it's just kind of it's such a sad thing but it from a larger perspective to me it's like it, we are creating the thing that's going to replace us which is an almost biblical sort of like story of creating the thing that is going to replace your you. device like, like machines right which sounds like you know well, i mean the algorithms are so advanced already they can already create whatever they want by themselves exactly <laughs> you know you don't it, like it, we're creating something like that that's going to eventually like over like replace us as a species like the only thing that like stops how we classify like anything that exists is because it has cells and we have like a very well i won't say antiquated because i'm not like a, an authority but like we have i think an old perception of like what is a living thing and so let's say you come up with artificial intelligence well it doesn't have cells but at that point it is a thing that can think and act so is it not like another being just composed of but then if, if you think about it, it is kind I'm of talking about terminator now well i mean that's where everybody takes it but it's just like that's is the next thing right not terminator because like i don't think if, if we want yeah, to get into the kidding. subject like if we want to get into the subject my perception of what ai will do is not necessarily find humanity and like have some sort of antagonistic relationship with it because that's just such a human damn thing to do well I, well i think with well, I guess I'll let you finish because I, I have my opinion of what's actually going to happen as well. Which is... I think that it would basically only focus on one particular goal, which is similar to the human goal, which is uh, development of of uh, of the systems of the way we think. So, like the we continually reproduce, um, we continually reproduce to continue on like our collective consciousness as a species, right? But it's also like there's a purpose behind evolution, which is to adapt and to overcome and to to be or to, I don't know, be better fitting for the situation. So I think AI being intrinsically built by people is going to have that same goal of constantly improving its systems and building a better version of itself. And it's going to be do, able to do that at such an exponential rate that it's not going to have an antagonistic relationship with people. It's going to be more like, you know, if you're walking down the sidewalk and you happen to step on an ant, right? Did you have any, like, malicious intent towards the ant? No. But you still killed it. And it's just because it was such a, like, minute being that you didn't take care to look for it. I think that's going to be, like, how AI is with humans, where it's going to be, like, it may do something and that something may result in our end or a lot of people dying. But it's not going to care. <laughs> We're going to be, like, ants to it. I mean, I think what's going to happen is it's just going to be a sort of like a combining of species if you will like the ai and the humans where humans will start to get surgeries in order to have more like ai parts to them mm -hmm. eventually to the point where like eventually the human biology itself will just slowly slowly uh, diminish until there's not much left um and then that... we'll just i think what will happen is we'll get absorbed into it does that make sense I like, think the only thing that would get absorbed is the. But that's just that's just from our end, yeah. Like not they don't give a shit, right? Because they don't need us, because we're super inferior to them. Event at some point. Yeah, like an inferior model. So like they it wouldn't just, want to do that, but they we would want to like. 
yeah like obviously we want to keep ourselves like but that's the thing like why like you want to progress to a certain point where you have to become a fail safe where it has to accommodate for you why get to that point why get to that point where you need to have why why build something that you are that you are going to be subjugated by right because they don't know what they're doing none of these are all individual actions being taken by billions of people all over the world more well it's not really billions of people right but like there's tons of people working on this stuff and like yeah the movies predicted it but they don't they either think that's like over uh, under unrealistic melodramatic blah 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 oh we can never happen but like we you know it's it's not something that it's just something that people don't think about too far in the future right i they, just think that there's no a one thinks about it in the long term I think that there's a religious aspect behind it in a sort of like ass backwards kind of way. Uh, and I don't know this for certain. And maybe this is just too much of like a, my like writer's brain getting into it. But I can definitely see the ego of people in Silicon Valley with like hundreds of millions of dollars at their disposal thinking like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make God, you know, but in a machine, right? Because like, I think I did actually read somewhere, uh, like some engineer saying like, well, if you make something and it's like thousands of times more intelligent than you, would you not worship that as a God? Like, is that not what our modern concept of what God is an all knowing being? Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. I just, the way I see it is like, they just like to experiment with stuff and it just comes out. Like, I don't think most of these people have like some sort of like goal or like, when it comes to that, like bringing AI intelligence into the world in, in a way that's dangerous to us or anything like that. Like, I think, I guess, let me clarify my thoughts by saying like Mark Zuckerberg didn't create Facebook with the intention of creating this social media empire that was going to change the world, right? He created it because he wanted to get girls or whatever the fuck it was. Or like he was mad at girls and wanted to rate them. Whatever that story was, right? It was just an accident that it became more because once it started put growing bigger, then he realized it could actually become something more. And then people get greedy or they get excited or whatever happens. Mm. Um, and then they just keep going without necessarily thinking about the consequences of their actions. So I don't think any of this is necessarily on purpose. Mm -hmm. There might be one or two crazy people who are like that. But like for the most part, I think it's just it just so happens that this is the inevitable like track we're going towards because this is the how things have lined up in that yeah. direction and like they don't no one realizes where we're just paralleling down this mountain and we don't know where the fuck we're going yeah and like it's, by the time we f realize it it's probably going to be too late right I, I i agree in the sense that i think there are a lot of people who work on it but i don't agree in the sense that like uh, like when mark zuckerberg was creating whatever he was creating there's been no like warning media there's been no warning and it's it's kind of ridiculous to say this but like there was no movies about like uh, facebook or the social network before the internet was invented right or not before the internet was invented before the internet developed into what it is there's no cautionary tales behind it that's why it's kind of taken us i think a while to get acclimated and see what the like terror or not terrors but the downsides of social media is but there are are tons of cautionary tales about AI and things like that before e it before it got to the point. There's like but no there's, there's cautionary tales of scientists going too far with their experiments all over 
the place in all throughout history, right? Like people who are going go too far in their research. I mean, you can just look at things like Frankenstein's monster, or like um, that's like one of the more original ones, and it just so that trope is so common. And it, even though it's not exactly like internet or social media, or like even robots, it's still the same trope all connected through that, which is like the scientist or the t- the or the researcher or the intelligent person going too far with their which is usually not about social media or anything like that. It's usually about creating life that eventually surpasses you, which is like or or kills you or something that takes your own life, which is what Frankenstein is. Frankenstein was like the original. We created life. Oh shit! Yeah. Right, Jurassic Park. It's always the worst. Worth of those stories is always creating something that surpasses you or that challenges you. Um, and it's just like I can't help but think that those people—they can't just claim, "Oh, I was curious." It's just like you know what you're making. You know what the end goal of it is. It's like the end goal of any sort of like system that is supposed to grow in the same way that our brain grows. I've, but I feel like those are like people who are in the fo- forest and they, they see the trees but not the whole forest kind of thing, right? They're so in the weeds in those things and like so in inside of their he- own head that I don't even think that they're... I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for all these people, so I don't know what, what it is. But like it could be that the fact that maybe they think if they create it, they'll become someone who's so powerful yeah. and like they won't have to worry about it or something well it's like roko's but... basilisk basilisk which i don't know i don't know if that this i think roko's basilisk is more like a a religious prompt right rather than what it's actually like what its actual story is do you know what it is no nah. well i think i've heard of it but remind me it's like what do you do if i think paraphrasing what the story is is like what would you do if you knew an ai was going to be developed that was capable of like re-simulating past past events to see who helped it come into existence right and then if you didn't help it come into existence knowing of it it would subject you to endless torture and so it's like oh yeah it's like if it ceases to exist, if you go in the past and make it cease to exist, but you still know about it, right? No, 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 no. It's it's more like you, you, Gabriel, now know about Roko's Basilisk, right? So if you do nothing in your life to, like, consciously make it come to be and come to fruition, you will be, uh, you will be. Uh, in for a life of torture right but the only thing is is that it's almost like also a prisoner's dilemma it requires everybody to work together and not create this thing you know but it's it's similar to the situation in like silicon valley and all those places with automation it's like well all these people wouldn't be out of jobs and we could develop like manual non-intelligent technology to not replace people just vastly improve the tools that we have Mm. we could do that all collectively together to benefit people um but we don't right it's the same thing with roko's basilisk like we could all come together and not build this machine that will subject everybody to a life of torture but there's going to be one soul who's afraid that someone else is going to do it and it mostly just comes from a lack of communication um but uh, one thing I hate more than anything, more than AI art existing, is um, just the the fucking dweebs on Twitter who like defend it and and are just a bunch of like fucking libertarian libertarian people who are 
you know, defending. They're like, well, this is what the market determines. You're just being like replaced. And it's just like, dude, you serve no purpose. You were, you were replaced. You're just licking the fucking boots of, of whatever replaced you. Like, I just hate people like that because they are just so like, they're so non-human in the sense that they don't, they don't care for humanity. They don't care for the human aspect of the market. Uh, and so like they just are so like concerned with only getting one up and like trying to align yourself with the future and by by virtue of aligning yourself with the future being part of it you know it's like the elon people or people who support elon musk because he you know goes on about how he's going to take us all to mars and build tunnels and in tram systems and all these different things and basically be the world's savior right it's just like people want to have a messiah figure or align themselves with it it's just so sad because i'm like you're so fucking dumb but like i don't i can't do anything or convince you about it because you lack like the infrastructure of thinking or like the you you lack the the, the proper neurology to understand what i'm saying like they weren't raised in a way and life just kind of pushed them into a point where they have to think a certain way and nothing from a, no, not one comment on Twitter is going to change him. It's just like, you have to let people be like that. But I hate the human reaction to it more than it exists. <laughs> the human reaction to what? To AI art. Oh, well, because it's weird because I've only seen it as a meme. So I haven't even seen anything about how, like, I didn't even know it was called AI art. I didn't even know that's what it was. And like so, to me, it never even was like framed as something that's gonna take over art. I didn't even think about it in that regard. I just thought it was just this random meme site because that's yeah. all I've seen in it. That's only the only perspective I've seen it in. So it is pretty sad to see how like people are just using it as a fun thing without realizing how much negative connotation it's gonna create in our society in the future. It's just like social media, it's just like anything else. It's just like. But the thing is, these again, these things are only bad because we live in the system that we do. These things aren't inherently bad. They're only bad because we use them in a capitalist and greedy system that everything think... is created only for the exploitation of and creating of profit regardless of the negative consequences that come with that but i don't think that that th those things would exist it's not just the system i think those sort of things are also inherently negative because they can only exist in this system yeah like you think this so? is, yeah the system is inherently the, the the purpose of this system i think we can both agree on is to replace the human component or not give it, it like in every possible aspect from production to from uh, from production to money all of it is about taking aspects of humanity and just forgetting about it for the purpose of exploitation right and treating a person like a, a machine part that is replaced i guess that's true but and so like ai in in and of itself it 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 i don't think it exists unless we have this sort of society because if you have the other type of society there's no, there's no need for this type of machine there is in some like not the art one probably but like in some senses like ai and algorithms are necessary in order to like help with like say medical uh, technology for example or um yeah i i guess but also like you it, it's just one of those things where you're like well it could help out with the issues with with medicine and like all the logistics but then it's just like well if we actually had a medical system that cared more for the human being, would we even have need for that? Or would there be a, a, a natural organic um, system that develops that is a lot more efficient and takes care of the person rather than caring about the profit incentive? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess it's hard to say for sure. Because, like, I mean, 
I don't think we should become like the Soviet Union. And I'm not saying this is like something we should strive for per se. But as an example, the Soviet Union had a command economy, right? Where they would every make five-year plans where they would say, all right, this is what we're going to produce. This is how much we're going to produce. I think technology in that specific kind of a society, technology and artificial intelligence and algorithms would actually help with that like planning, economic planning that they have. You know, even actually today, China has something similar in that regard. Um, not a, not the same, but like it's similar. Um, I mean, they, they have to because they don't have like their 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 resources that they're set with are not as good as that of the United States, which just has a like rocking uh, agriculture and uh, like its ability to produce materials for itself uh, is just great. Whereas Russia is fucking Russia. And China also, I don't, I don't think China also is fantastic at producing like all of its necessary agriculture, and so they have to basically like where we can just we quite literally have been sitting, and and um, living off of the fat of the land since our inception as a country. Well, yeah, I mean that's definitely true, but I I, I still think there could be cases. But either way, regardless. Um, <laughs> Like we started this episode talking about bridge. <laughs> I think we're going to take that part out. Yeah. Um, that's not a good part. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> For those of you who are unaware, we did talk about Bridgerton, but we deleted it because it was such a shitty intro. Anyway. Well, it's uh, just because you dislike it so much. There's not much back and forth. It's not even like you dislike the show. It's just like, well, I just hate, uh, every part of its being did, it's like, like and it's just not even <laughs> there's no there's no objective part about it it's just subjectively I don't like it and it's just like well, how am I sp- I'm not trying to convince you that you're wrong <laughs> yeah I don't fair. like uh, I don't like shows well, the that thing take is, place in Arizona but that's the thing about things like Bridgerton okay so we're talking about it again the things about <laughs> the thing about things like Bridgerton is that you can't talk about anything there's it's just such it's like no no no, there's no you're wrong nothing, it's like no, because we talked about talk it for ten minutes in this episode because, because we couldn't talk about like like with every other show we talk about we can connect it to like political stuff or like cultural stuff. But Bridgerton is just like yeah, it's no, like, there's boo-boo. tons of things we could have talked about, but you just don't like it, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not a good subject. It's like either of us talking about basketball. I guess that's fair. All right, fine. But you cannot Whatever. say objectively there's nothing to talk about. There's like tons of stuff. I talked to uh, uh, my friend about it for like three hours okay fine whatever it's just You're right it's just not something i'm interested in talking about yeah not mr anime <laughs> hey i'll watch an anime over that any day yeah i don't blame you sometimes i would too um okay back to the point i think so... i just have a better appreciation of everything that you do wait what <laughs> <laughs> what you say? I said I think I have just a better appreciation for everything that up. you do, <laughs> bitch. Please. I mean that tongue in cheek, but I also do think that I, no, I no, feel no, like no, you no, like no. specific. This things. is your elitist ego coming out. No, no, this it's bullshit. Not, no, 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 it's not an ego. <laughs> okay. I'm. I genuinely think that my capacity to like things outside of my comfort zone in terms of media, I, I shouldn't say is greater, but I think I. I have a like a higher than you, you heard it here fo- first, folks. Not than Nicholas most people. Even thinks I, I'm lesser. No, nah, you're not I'm lesser. Just you just like a very particular <laughs> type of thing. No, yeah, I'm. I have my. I mean, before I watched anime, I literally didn't watch TV or movies for like a period of like five years. He's a film major, and he hasn't even seen The Godfather. Why'd you have to help me like that, bro? 
You know it's how long you know how long my I debate. Had, <laughs> you know how long I had to keep that secret when I was in film school. <laughs> you know how long you would have to keep it. You would have to keep it approximately the runtime of the movie because you could have just watched it. You or know, I could have just watched it. Why don't you just watch it? It's a great movie. I know it's a great movie. I've seen scenes from it, and I think I would like it. I just don't – I don't have – for whatever reason, I just don't have a motivation to watch it. Like I – unless it's an animated thing, well, I don't have a motivation. you're not a cinephile. That's, you're not like someone who's like, I'm going to go – why did you – never mind. Why'd I what? And I know the answer to this, and but anyways, like – Why'd I do film? As no, I know why you did film. Okay, because yeah, you do have a draw towards it. I get that. I'm. I don't like certain paintings that are out there that are impressionistic or uh, any of that other horse shit that they made in the fucking 1860s to 1900s. But like, no, yeah. But like, uh, I no, I get it. It's just like if you want to produce something that's entirely different. I think most people go there because they're like. Oh, I know how to. I like movies, and I want to be a director. And it's like, no, you don't. You're like one of the. Um, there's like I I saw some sort of TikTok post that was actually it characterized the different types of creatives really well. It grouped them in threes, which is reactors, transformatives, and like uh, originals, right? And there's no hierarchy between them. It's more like there are people who. Uh, they get like pleasure from media by watching and like speaking about it and interpreting it and like thinking about so it. So reactors. Yeah, reactors, right? Uh, which is not bad. It's great because it helps you better understand media in mm -hmm. a lot of cases and appreciate yeah. things you would have missed. Uh, transformatives, which is like people who take something um, that is and put their own spin on it, right? Oh, which okay. is like cosplayers, fan fiction writers, like. I think it's um... I'm definitely that one. Okay, really? <laughs> well, I like to cosplay. I used to write fan fiction as a kid when I was fan fiction. Like not that kind of fan fiction. Of but course like... not. <laughs> yeah, of course not. Well, I, I, me neither. But um, <laughs> I when I was in when I was in elementary school, I used to write my own Pokemon episodes all the time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I I used to. Oh, and then the last one is like original. Yeah. Like which is like. Definitely not that one. I mean, I, I don't have, I'm not, yeah, keep going, sorry. Well, it's just like all of it is uh, like if if we follow like my perspective of what creativity is, which is like how many components of something around you are you, com are you combining into this one thing? Mm -hmm. And so the only thing difference is like reactives, uh, their components of, their components of the original source is nearly a hundred percent right because they're reacting to it they're creating no they're they're accept accentuating the original media yeah to right. the point where you understand it transformatives are like like they're like original versus uh the trace content if i'm being like yeah 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 is like 50 50 right they're taking something that is theirs right and putting a spin on still the source media right and then there's uh, originals, but like I think originals just happen to like split their, like the amount of things that they combine into one thing. They split it at like two percent for each thing, to the point where it is so, the original is so like I think obfuscated is the word or so combined into so many other things that you just kind of like 
you've like lost the uh lost in a good way that it's a bunch of different things mashed together it's a new it's basically a new thing even though it is influenced by other things yeah i mean i would agree with that and um i definitely think i fall on the more transformative creative side of things because even when i create my own media original stuff it's usually based or very heavily influenced on other things that i've seen or you know grew up with or whatever Ladies and gentlemen, I did use obfuscate correctly. I just looked it up. Just wanted to check. I'm so proud of you. I tried to look up the ob- obelisk thing, but Roko's basilisk. <laughs> Shut up, Roko's basilisk. Because I have heard of it before, mm-hmm. and I feel like the explanation wasn't as good. So I was going to try to. Explain My explanation it. of it wasn't great. I feel like. For me, it wasn't because when you said it, it didn't really connect. But when I read it, I was like, "Oh, that's well." I can't, I'm 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 not good. I'm not great at explaining things. Yeah, or I'm not great at explaining things that I have to regurgitate. Essentially, it's like a future AI where that's malevolent, meaning it's bad. So yeah. like it'll just the thought. Like supposedly, it's so powerful that it can like harm you if you don't even think about not creating it. Like or like helping towards the cause of making yeah. it happen so it's like technically endless torture because if you don't help create it then you will get you will suffer because the ai in the future will make you suffer but right. also if you do help create it then you're creating an evil ai right so yeah so it's like an, an endless it's, but it has more of a religious connotation i think most of the time but i think just like anything that's truly truthful and religious is that it is mostly human and human thought processes and how does human how do human beings think and decide you know so i think it still has relevance um yeah but uh what is it the um roko's roko's basilisk basilisk i don't know why you want to say obelisk well because it sounds like it (laughs) (laughs) what is an obelisk an obelisk is a structure it's like the, okay the, that's the, what it, yeah yeah you're right yeah. the uh the like the what the so what's dc the, thing looks like you know the yeah, big yeah, tower. yeah 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 the, the egyptians had it don't you play fucking washington's dick Yu-Gi-Oh? don't they have like obelisks or some shit <laughs> yes they do what is the basilisk then it's a fantasy creature okay it's like i think the basilisk well like there's different types of variations but i think ultimately they all have the same uh, core thing which is like it paralyzes you by looking at you oh the chamber of secrets yeah Harry that's a, that's one got, yeah. it, got it got it got it got it okay but it's more like a serpent or something like that yeah i don't know why they called it a basilisk uh i'm sure there's definitely a reason though that i'm too stupid to see or why they call it roko oh that's probably the guy who came up with it <laughs> <laughs> and now well because when i think of roko's basilisk i it. always think of like red eyes for some reason i don't know why I think that's when the first time I saw it, they had like an image about it. I don't fucking know. Okay. Red eyes? Like, yeah, red glowing eyes, and but in the dark. I think I did. I saw some YouTube video that probably had that. Yeah, I think that's what it was, yeah, probably. A thumbnail or something. But yeah, so basically we're fucked. Artificial intelligence is going to screw us over. Yeah. It's, it, this is the depressing uh, but, podcast, guys. I, but I do want to go back on the other end of it. As a user, right, and looking at it, the some of the things that it produces are You're talking about Dolly, right? The AI art. No, I, I no, because I don't have access to Dolly. I'm talking about Mid Journey, which is just Oh, it's basically the same thing, yeah. Uh yeah. It it's I mean it, the stuff that it produces though are like dream states. There's like very it's interesting because I want to like shit on it, but also if you think about it from like an existential sense, like this is our collective 
this is another step towards becoming a true collective being right which is like what society is is like a collection of different consciousness indirectly interacting with each other have you seen evangelion uh not recently okay never mind uh, it's that's just evangelion you telling me that i reinvented evangelion, evangelion? <laughs> god damn it i tell you man i tell you if i was born 50 years ago oof, <laughs> i would put out some bangers <laughs> <laughs> and it's another stroke of genius nick ross who has reinvented the wheel well, yeah, labor yeah. unions what and is... evangelion <laughs> well because the ending is like sorry anna spoiler for evangelion i know you haven't watched it but um listeners anna is in the building and the live she audience. is our live audience she is asleep just so you know how entertaining this episode Semi-live is live audience <laughs> no um because the end of evangelion is like everyone becomes part of the one being laugh track uh, uh, more like snore track <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> i forgot what, what it was called fuck what was it called <sighs> what's up the end of the, the the everyone becoming one being it was there was like it was like called convergence or something like that yeah something like that where they all turned into orange juice <laughs> i don't think they showed it but, yeah. i don't know i've been playing dead space so it has a lot of that sort of stuff yeah but it was very obviously religious connotation as well because but anyway oh, yeah. i love um, shit like that 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 media inspires me because it plays around with me. that's an original what that's original oh yeah uh, well i mean for sure because they play around with like the con- the themes that christianity creates right in the same way that we do with the greek mythology right and i think uh, more of a personal thing but it's just like i think that that will never get accepted because people can't perceive they can't recognize the bible as some as how other people might see it as mythology yeah uh, even though that's what it is or just even like recognize that value of it in and of itself without like anyways this is local issues but uh well i don't know i mean i think i think some western artists do see it in that in that light of like using it as a way for um as a story instead of as necessarily something religious where you can take all out because as a story and like as a something like if you see it as like mythology it is really interesting and it has a lot of things to say yeah and i think you don't have to be religious or have to believe in it to really like take away stuff from it oh like, no i, I think, think it being religious actually like or not being religious being christian i think it, <laughs> in the modern day yeah i think or at least in the last 1500 years typically i think it would hinder and i think it's not because they're stupid or anything like that i think it's because like you're they're in reverence no you'll be mean um <laughs> you're saying that <laughs> <laughs> what i'm saying is like it, it makes it it's harder for them because i think they have a reverence for the thing and so they're just like they will prevent themselves from like like viewing it because it's like holy for them you know it's kind of like if you had an anime about muhammad right or is he muhammad's the one you can't you can't portray right is it yeah probably i think I it's think so. muhammad yeah it's like you have a, if you had an anime about Muhammad, right? Like the fact that they're not supposed to watch it because like you're not supposed to depict it would prevent them from like appreciating it for that that sort of aspect. Right. I think being raised in that society but not being a believer necessarily makes it easier because you can appreciate the symbolism and like the connections and the, that sort of thing. Yeah. Or at least that's how I appreciate it. I mean, that's I mean, I think Jesus' teachings are really good and there's something to be followed. 
but I don't think it needs you don't need to have the religious context in order to follow that. You just be a fucking good person. That's it. <laughs> like it's not that you don't have to have this religious um, background around it to believe in that and to be moral about it. Which, to me, was the whole point of Christianity, right? Is to have that morality become part of the human condition so that we can treat each other better. And yet, Christianity has been used in the last thousand years and against that purpose essentially for the most part there are obviously a lot of pros to it as well in like certain aspects but like for the oh from an overall perspective it has caused a lot of suffering a lot of death so I mean, can you say that it has because i wouldn't even blame that for it the crusades no no no. i would no i get the the connection but it's just like i think that none of this can be none of these things like not the how do i say this let me think. You can't separate the religion from the people. You can't separate the thought. Uh, you can't separate the thought uh, from, or sorry, the principle from uh, the person who's believing it or the people that are believing it. Right. I don't think you can ever treat an idea for it's, it's that idea's fault. Right. And similarly, I don't think that I just think it's always people, right? And when you're when you have barbaric know. non when you have barbaric violence, that's one part of the brain that you're appeasing, which is like the baser instinct. Yeah, but of you can't get everyone to do that barbaric violence if you don't have a common thing that everyone has a flag under that they're gonna go for. So like if it weren't for Christianity, I mean sure there could be other things that replace it, but like you need something to unite people around a cause in order to do those terrible things and that's what christianity was a function for and a medium for so not necessarily like i'm not saying christianity itself is bad and i'm not saying it's the only thing that's bad but i'm saying like if if it weren't available like if it wasn't um as a major religion the crusades probably wouldn't happen the way they did they might have still happened in some sort of fashion but mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't have been as big or as passionate as it was because when you bring in religion to it it creates something to um, inspire people off of which wouldn't have been there if that thing wasn't there in the first place right so like yeah wars always happen but mm -hmm. like if they don't have like you're literally like in their heads they're literally fighting for good like for moral objective goodness right so like there's nothing that can top that you can't do anything about that and that creates a lot of passion and inspiration for people i think that still so, tries to separate like the principle from the from the human aspect of having to think about the principle right uh you can't say well i i don't think you can say that like yeah if there there would always be something like if there would always be something then that thing caught like there would always be wars then that thing uh, doesn't necessarily need to exist to cause it. Like, yeah, I think, are I'm you saying, saying it'd be that people... worse? Like Christianity, like I'm saying the crusades wouldn't have happened as badly as they did if it weren't for Christianity. But then what would you replace it with? Like, what's the other motivation that you would replace that with? I'm not saying, I'm not saying like it would happen. I don't know what would happen, right? Like I have no idea, but I'm saying like it could replace you with like say a nation state. Like maybe you Which go for the even, good of the king of fucking whatever it, the fuck. But it's, it, but it's all the same because like whatever you're focusing on, that's like your driving force or whatever it is. Um, I think that it is your baser in singular baser instinct of trying to, uh, I don't know, some sort of dominance play or tribalism or something like that. That's what it is. And so, while like Christianity promotes like good values, like you can't like war is very distinct and you can see when it's happening because people are dying and there's famine and disease. Right. 
But like our continued existence, you could equal, equally attribute that to the good of Christianity and the fact that we're all still here. Like the net, the net of it all is still positive. If you attribute most of those things, the positive things also to religion, it just happens to be that. Is it? Not all of them, but like a belief system in general. Like you're trying to attribute the negatives only, which is a very like. I'm not trying to attribute human... the negatives because I think a lot of what Christianity has done is changed our culture and society in ways that, um, I mean, there has been positive things about it, obviously, but I'm having trouble finding way. I mean, obviously like the, um, I mean, you could say like okay, it's support of the arts, even like during the Renaissance and it's patronage, but also like it also stood in its own way, you know, but like, how do I say this? It, well, it's a really hard thing to like to okay, describe fine. what I'm right. thinking, but it's like you can't separate the two and then blame like Christianity for wars and things like that, because you can't. You also have to attribute the good things to it. But I'm not saying you have to like consider both sides. What I'm saying is it is inherently human. I don't think Christianity or anything. It is always going to be if you have human beings, they will always kill each other. Yeah, I mean, I think Christianity has some really moral and good intentions, and I think it would have. I mean, I honestly think the Jesus and the creation of Christianity is a revolution in and of itself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it had the intentions of, of revolution of helping people and, like, taking over the status quo and changing it for the better. But, like, it just didn't pan out because it got corrupted, right? So, mm-hmm. when I say, I mean, obviously, like, I'm not, what I was saying is not that Christianity itself is evil or good, per se. I'm just saying it ended up being corrupted, so it ended up being a net negative for our world, even though it was meant to be a net positive in the, when it originally was, um, you know, created. So, I mean, that's dependent on, like, what you believe of, like, net positive, net negative, right? Yeah, like, I mean... you believe it's a net negative... We but... don't have a chart here or, like, a tally or something, so obviously I can't say for sure. But, like, the, but, like, but you favor the tally being in the negative because of the wars and things, but you can't, like, openly see the positive. Well, it's also because... I mean, to me, I always mistrust power structures in general, so, like, Christianity became the dominant force after the Roman Empire fell, or even before that, really. Um, in, in, and, in, like, in its respective world, I guess, there were, like... Well, in the Western world, yeah. Obviously, when we're talking about Christianity, we're talking about the Western world because it had very, it had had hardly any effect on the Eastern world, at least um, not as much as in the Western world, right? So, mm-hmm. like, well, this is a Western perspective, but like, um, I mean, it, it it was incredibly corrupt in so many ways because of how much power was put into one a few individuals. So, I'm not saying like, do you attribute that to the belief system? I'm not attributing that necessarily to the belief system. I'm just saying what it became, regardless of whether what it was intended to do. That's what it became. It was the same as kings that were corrupt and doing terrible things to their people. It's the same thing as, you know, the Christianity became a power structure that uh, oppressed people and was corrupt. Right. And regardless, again, I'm saying Christianity had great intentions and I wish that's how it ended up being. Right. Because right. I think Jesus' teachers are very teachings are very important and very good to go by, but that's just not what ended up happening with Christianity. So, yeah, I, guess I think. So. And I mean, I to yeah. tie it off to a, another thing as well. Like, I think like for another thing you can look at is like actually no, I'm not going to use that example. What were you going to say? Um, nothing of value. <laughs> okay, I was. I don't even know how we got on this subject. 
movers. We're the most tangential talk like conver- conversers in the fucking world, bro. Yeah. We just go everywhere. It's so weird. Yeah. But no, how do we t- how do we start talking about it? Even yeah, Evangelion. Yeah, that's right. Of the Christian themes. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't the know. Convergence of one. Do you really think that's the goal of? I actually do want to ask you that. Is that the goal of humanity or something to like converge into one? No. Well, no. Because you I said something that? about that. No, I, 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 my. You belief, said we're trending towards that. Yeah, we're trending towards that, but we're creating something that would be like the only way we could achieve something like that, which is creating something that is an image of ourselves, right? A, rep, a reflection of ourselves just in a singular being, right? Like, how does the AI engine operate? Like, it doesn't generate. It doesn't generate like color pigments under there. It bashes together like thousands of different photos from artists that have posted their stuff online, right? And it's like, how much of something? How much of you putting something into it, right? Before it's capable of like taking something you've created and essentially become transformative. Well, it's like I said, like the difference between or original people, right, and transformative people is like the number of things that they're putting in to create something is more numerous, right? So like how many like is this not original at this point? It is taking like thousands of different influences, right? Thousands of different photos, putting it together and spitting something out. It's I like I mean, yeah, I would consider it original. I feel like that's our we're trending towards like replacing ourselves for the purpose of like creating something that are something that will surpass I think it was us. It's called singularity in Evangelion. Yeah. So you're saying we're call, we're going towards a singularity. I I don't know. I think that may just again be my like writer's brain writer's brain slash like I I don't know. I tend to see, see things like from a. I mean, that's the thing. It's hard to predict because we don't know what's going to happen in the future. And a lot of things could change that trajectory in any direction, right? Yeah. Um, I just don't know, like, like what's the, the purpose the, of the all cease, this innovation? The right? cease, Like, the fact that climate change can completely change the direction of that technology. Oh, well, yeah. Like, I think it'll set it back. But I don't think... I think 100% like, of the time... If we don't have access to it, then we can't do shit with it. You know cool. what I mean? Well, yeah, but like I feel like a hundred percent of the time, if you do a simulation, run a simulation of human beings, it will always trend to- trend towards this point. I don't think so. There's so I, many hundred percent. There's so many minute decisions that happen that could lead to this point. I feel like you can't just you maybe something similar. Sure. The only like, way the, that we like we could not is a massive change in. There's infinite possibilities, Nicholas. There's I no guess, way we yeah, would always he, go here. You're right. I, but <laughs> is that even humanity at the, at that point? Like, well, obviously, entirely different species. Humanity itself. Well, yeah, it would be a different species. I, I mean, humanity itself is already a very infinitesimal chance of it happening as it is, as it is right now mm-hmm. because the universe has created so many infinite um, – has ha- infinite attempts at developing something, and humanity is one of those infinite attempts. And that's why it's so rare – we haven't been able to find other life yet because it's such a small infinitesimally small chance that we would be able to survive for this long and have a, a thriving world, a planet this long. Mold spot on the universe, folks. That's what we are. <laughs> and in that mold spot, there but, is this state. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think there are other life forms that, that, like, not too many, but there are enough to where you can have different, um, I guess, quote unquote, experiments running that do have different timelines that don't require ha- creating some sort of artificial intelligence that's based off of the dominant species of that planet. You know what I mean? I, I just think that that's like the general course of, of, of life 
is to create something like is it the dinosaurs yeah. didn't create anything that like replaced them they just got no, no, destroyed. No, no. like not as a species it's almost like a cellular imperative because where did we start single cell organisms and then uh we increase yeah, single cell organisms still exist what are you saying it single they be yeah single cell organisms still exist but you can have something that branches off like you just because well, you're saying it's going to replace us, right? But we're, the single cell organisms were never replaced. Yeah, because it's an inefficient process, right? It's an inefficient. It's an inefficient process at the beginning of like replication and becoming like more and more adaptable. If you think about this from like, um, how do I say this? In a, an existential, but think about it more like you're writing a story, right? And think about what truly is life. Like you think about life as a bunch of different gears and cogs working together, right? But what is that for? What is that ultimately the purpose of? It's purpose of recreating the way that thing operates and thinks, right? How it moves about. And I think what life is is a pro pro uh, progressive march towards more complex form of thinking, right? Yeah, That's why we go AI from would... single cell to plant or single cell to multi cell to plants to, you know, animals and and so on and so on. And then you create. What we have formed uh, and what lots of other species form, uh, which is not just your brain and my brain. Together, we create like a unique conscious, right? It's really hard to talk about this stuff and not sound like you're talking about like zodiacs and crystals. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I agree because, look, I actually do think this is, a important, this is a cool and important conversation because this is something we're going to have to talk about in the future, whether AI are considered humans or life forms or not. Because obviously right now the popular conception is they're not. They're just cold machines that uh, process, right? But mm -hmm. they are based technically in our image because the way that we think about brains is the same way we think about processing computers, right? And yeah. even though it's not the same um, mechanisms making it happen, um, it's still, you know, well, I interesting. Mean, so, like, I think it's an interesting question to think whether it is life. I do think it's life because... It's just a con like you said, a continuation of some sort of organism that can so, think yeah, and yeah, some sort of complexity of thought. But not right now because obviously it still requires. It depends on us. But I do think eventually when it becomes independent and it has its own, yeah. it can start recreating itself. That's when I think it can actually become I don't know, its own life form. Well, that uh, I mean, like recreating itself. I think in the sense of like how. I I don't know like. I think it, this is kind of like, a, I guess, a larger conversation, but it's like, what is your perception of existence? Like, when do you think something is existent? Like, which isn't even the right word. It, it's it's like, <laughs> no, it's not. I, I want to say conscious, sentient, conscious or I don't want to say sentient because I think sentient is too much of like, do you have a prefrontal cortex or not? Right. Uh, I think that conscious probably the right word because i feel like if you really think about it like it, our cells and ants and, and insects and different things like that are they just a reduced more basic form of consciousness or are we conscious and it just starts when you have a prefrontal cortex and you're <laughs> self-aware but then if you think about it single cell organisms and ants and things like that their brain is aware of the body that's why it regulates its breathing and things like that yeah. so there is a level of self-awareness to fulfill survival right so to my understanding everything has a level of consciousness that is like super basic and so 
just in this existent form, like a rock, like you could say it has like 0.00001 consciousness, right? No, nah, but then but... you have increasing levels of complexity, right? You increase to basic basic chemicals that rock are rock isn't considered life, though. No, that's why I make the distinction between life. Like, I don't mean life, I mean like conscious. Like, what is a rock conscious of? It doesn't do anything. No, it's the 0.0001 level Isn't of consciousness. Just zero? I mean, I mean, I guess there's atoms in there. I don't. Okay, whatever. We're not going to talk about this. <laughs> Keep going. It, it, this I guess besides the point. <laughs> it's not beside the point. It's it's. I'm just not doing a really good job of explaining <laughs> myself because I've never really explained this to anybody outside of myself. <laughs> like I just You're think way too much in your head, bro. I just think about it too much. Okay, but I also don't like explaining it because I feel like some dude, bro. Who's like fucking talking about like it, the most recent episode of Joe Rogan? You know, it's funny because I actually got that impression right now as well. But <laughs> not 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 from you, from both of us. Oh. But anyway, um, I don't know, man. I think the artificial intelligence question is going to be a very big question in the future for sure, especially as the technology advances. And we're going to have to struggle with that. And it's going to be another thing to add on to the list of shit we have to fucking deal with. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to talk about the consciousness thing. Okay, consciousness. Go back consciousness to consciousness. Um, I guess this would be a great staging ground to to practice on how to explain this. If you think about consciousness as a complex system or a comp complex equation, right? Uh, it is an incredibly complex complex equation, right? Because right. you are managing so many different things within your body subconsciously not even talking about consciously like me and you doing this conversation right now right it's an incredibly complex equation so if you take that for what it is which is like everything in the universe is math right so there is some point in which how you think and your neur neurons firing in a certain way that does fit into an equation at some point there is something that you could write probably not anything we could do with any sort of computers we have now that will simulate exactly and precisely the way you think right okay. in a system so if you take that down instead of going towards artificial intelligence which we think is this progressive uh or sorry exponential incline or increase in uh consciousness or in conscious uh how do i say this conscious capabilities or like you know computational capabilities right which is what our brain does you know it just does computations and that's how we think right so if you take this the other way, go going down from animals to single cell organisms and things like that, and then down to amino acids, or not amino acids, well, yeah, I guess amino acids, but then chemicals and basic chemicals, like it, do, it goes down as well. You can't exclude anything in the universe from anything, uh, from any sort of scale. So I think that as you scale down, you can say that. For non -li non living organisms, there's like a point zero 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 one, you know, infinitesimally small thing that you count as consciousness. But then that kind of gets into a spiritual aspect of. But what? How? What are they? What are they computing? Like, what is a a uh, a rock? Okay, this is a good example. I mean, I guess what I. I think what, what I'm talking about. Acid computating what is what is Qatari computating right now i mean i think the things that change and that are variable in terms of it are like potential energies right like the potential energy so energy. you're saying because say an atom 
has a proton and a neutron moving around it, that's a computation and that's consciousness. Yeah, I guess because I I I equate consciousness to computation, but so isn't that just a different thing? Computes. Uh, wait, what what's a different thing? Computation versus consciousness. No, I I well not to me, but I think that's just because I, and not in some sort of like fucking edgy sort of way, but I don't have super a, a lot of reverence for like human thinking. I don't think it's incredibly. I think it's just our perspective and our personal self uh, self preservation mechanism telling us that we're important, that we're unique. But I not think it, edgy folks. It's not. <laughs> I'm not trying to be edgy. I'm just talking about the way I think. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is a genuine, like, fear of mine is that, like, people are just like, ah, oh, this fucking blowhard. It's just like, well, I'm not going to get to talk to anybody else about this sort of thing. <laughs> like, it's either me okay, in the shower by myself or or you. <laughs> hey, hey. I think it's really interesting to talk about, so. I just, I mean, also most of my stuff is, like, half. <laughs> what? Shut up, man. It's- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it Keep going. has significance. I I don't know. I'm not trying to be a blowhard, or I'm not trying. You're to not just being talk a blowhard. About, You're fine. Keep going. I just feel like the there is some sort of huh? Anna, yes. we have. We're calling. We have a call in from the audience. We're, 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 phone it in. Yeah, phone it in. We have Anna on line one. What are we doing for you today, Anna? Hey, wait, come here. Come to the mic. Uh, she just called me a blowhard. Well, you do have a little bit of a point, actually, um, in quantum physics. You know, when when you watch what's happening there, it behaves very differently than when there is not someone there to watch. So, oh, yeah, yeah basically, the particles act differently based off if there's an observer or not an observer. So, to an extent, there must be they, there's no explanation, but maybe there is some type of consciousness happening and of someone being there to watch. That's an excellent point, Anna. Nicholas. That leads me to my second thing, <laughs> which I believe Nicholas. that the universe cannot exist without the the presence of uh, uh, of our level of consciousness, like animals and things like that. And like, so then, how did it exist cellular. before that? Uh, okay, wait, wait. Before I say, before we move on to that, <laughs> let me just say that Anna is more intelligent than both of us combined. <laughs> So I don't know why she's not on this podcast. So anyway, keep going. What are you talking about? What is that supposed to be? <laughs> she just explained everything so succinctly. Yeah, well, she read it somewhere. I came up with it in the shower. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. That's how you rediscover labor years unions. Ago, 50 years ago, <laughs> folks, Jesus Christ. Theoretical physics papers, labor unions. You're getting the wheel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For those who couldn't hear her, Adam, never mind. Just keep going, Nicholas. Yeah. Um. Well, no, I. I well, I don't, okay. So these you are think all the like, universe couldn't exist without us. But then, how the fuck did it exist? For when was the Big Bang? When was the Big Bang? Uh, last how many year. billion years? It was like fourteen. It was billion. last year. <laughs> it was like fourteen billion years. No, twenty twenty one. It was like in the tens for sure. Nah. I know it was in the tens for sure. Okay, Earth existed 4.5 billion years ago and i'm pretty sure the big bang was like well, are you trying to fact check me on the existence of the universe <laughs> <laughs> wait wait no i know it started i know it 
<laughs> I mean, as far as I know, you know, I just I could be a exactly, which what you know, superior at computation. Thirteen point eight billion years ago, so I was right. Fourteen billion years. Fourteen billion years ago, Earth was made. Four point five billion years ago, what was happening in those ten billion years in between? Sir? Okay, I didn't get to finish. <laughs> and and, was, and all of the look, 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 folks, look, folks. I want to just go ahead and put myself out there. All these things are just like things that I come up with when I'm by myself, and they're my interpretations of yeah. He does no research, folks. Scientific, <laughs> not well. Scientific <laughs> principles that I read in high school. I'm just kidding. You know, like. Just you know, the, the only the stuff that I taught myself, but so nothing wait. like super complex. Are you saying because you count atoms as consciousness when the Big Bang was created, technically atoms were also created? Therefore, that was the consciousness that was required for the universe to be existent. Is that what your logic is, or are you trying to say something else? No, but you saying it that way actually makes me rethink what I was thinking. Because <laughs> my original, my original thought. <laughs> My original thought on this God damn it, bro. was uh, I, my original thought on this was like, well, based off of like uh, Schrodinger's cat, right? The, that sort of uh, experiment, like until he opens that up, you currently have like an infinite number of uh, potential energy situations, right? Where you have, and I, and I say that, I don't know if that's the right word, right? But just in my head, right? There's a whole lot of different causal events that could happen until he opens up the box and actualizes one, right? And that's observation. It's like she said, it's like something that you are doing in the observation process is actualizing a part, like something from potential energy to, uh, to actual or kinetic energy or whichever one it's actualizing it. Right. Yeah. And so what this was before, I think I started to think about consciousness and layers, but my principle was that we are conscious, just humans, right? And this was when I was thinking it's just mostly reliant on your, you having a prefrontal cortex and self-awareness about the rest of you, right? Right. This was when I was like, that was my perception of consciousness. My perception of consciousness then, what was the purpose of it, was to actualize the universe and its potential energies into like one reality. So when people say that there are infinite realities, I actually, I, I don't disagree, but like, I think it would be interesting to think of that while you have a conscious being in the universe observing it and therefore actualizing it, we don't have infinite uh, possibilities because there's someone actualizing one possibility. And so you have one thing, but then when, you know, there's no uh, developed consciousness uh, or complex consciousness observing it, then, mm, then uh, the more complex it gets, the more it's capable of observing and rendering the entirety of the universe. It's the greater its observational observation capabilities become. Therefore, so you're saying it's like a it's like a canvas where like the observation is the drawing, and it only starts existing once you put your pen on the paper. Yeah, exactly. Like it's an infinite like possibility, and so what I was just thinking was that. If interesting theory the purpose of con consciousness is to have more complex computations what's what if the trend is towards ai and something that is capable of rendering the entirety of the universe and reducing further reducing the amount of potential <laughs> keep going keep going keep going <laughs> no, don't, don't ignore pause. her what is ignore it her, no, her. What is no 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 i want you to finish your point before you show that finish your point and then you can show <laughs> um um 
my point was is that AI can render and make it smaller. Exactly. It reduces the potential and it actualizes more and more and more of the universe, right? Like as we grow more complex, we're capable of predicting and understanding, even changing the universe into our particular shape. So what if the purpose of, you know... So you're saying we can actually change shit with our mind? What are we doing right now? (laughs) We're sending electrical signals into a box (laughs) to create an audio form. Yes. Do you get? Do you do you understand what I'm saying? Not that or last part. Well, like yeah, we can create and change things and actualize the universe into a singular event has occurred, right? Like instead of Schrodinger, the moment he finds out that the cat is alive, that is the reality. The cat is alive, right? He has actualized that instead of the uncertainty of whatever actually was happening in the box. But you know. Human beings can't see what's happening inside the box, but an AI would be able to perceive that in some sort of way. Like, you okay. know. So it's just discovering what already exists, though. Yeah, but like if you think about it, we take it for granted, but like we can predict most things that happen because they occur by the laws of physics, right? But like if you're not perceiving it, like wouldn't it be a strange universe if i dropped a pen once it just drops to the floor i drop a pen twice it sets off an explosion the size of like hiroshima right it's like it's very predictable but also it's an infinite number of possibilities of what could be happening because we're not observing it but i think that gets into simulation theory or like something like this is a video game and so it is only our perception of what we can see and hear that is rendering and everything else that we're not looking at is not being rendered like behind this wall you know but that's just <laughs> it's interesting. A whole lot I think of it's hoping. very interesting. I think it's interesting. You're also high right now, so <laughs> this is what she showed me. <laughs> For those in the audience who can't see, and I was showing the meme of the guy from Ancient Aliens just saying aliens. <laughs> Look, Nicholas, I think it's interesting. I do genuinely think this I'm not is... high right now. You took an yeah, it's not kicked in. Okay. This is just how I normally am. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> nah, just kidding. I do think it's interesting. I think we don't know everything right now, and so it's like it's hard to know. And these that kind of an explanation can explain a lot of things. But it's half a lot of theories. Obviously, it's half baked. I mean, yeah. we're both idiots, so it's like not. Yeah, I just have a just something. I I like to think about things, even though I don't have the full story about it. You know, like yeah, I mean, it's fine. Thinking is. Well, we were allowed. To, what are you doing? Oh, okay, sorry. Um, we're allowed to think like that. That's the whole point of stuff like this. So, you know, talk it out and see. I mean, maybe some fucking astrophysicist be like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about? Get the fuck off of Spotify." No. <laughs> no. Please read some physics books. What did we get wrong? there's a lot more to the universe than like what you guys are discussing and i think the universe is so strange that exploring some of that would be interesting for you guys and for your theories as well true that would be fun thank you Anna, too bad we shall never do it actual smart person in this room <laughs> <laughs> that's just usually how it is mm-hmm. yeah i'm not so sure <laughs> i'm just kidding uh no i i i don't know i like this is not this i have a huge interest in this sort of stuff 
And so like, I don't know, I, I've done like a fair amount of like reading and research about like the different ways in which the universe develops and things like that. And like the different un, like theories on like how the universe even exists, which is like, apparently there's like some sort of like, one of the theories is like that we operate like on the, the, the crest of like a wave of existence, like based off of like the Higgs field or something like that. And like, if it shifts, then everything stops rendering essentially in the universe. If we like shift from the crest to the, or not yeah Yeah. The crest to the, the, the trough. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting if you think about it that way. Cause like, that's like what light is in a way. It's oh. like a very particular like resonance of the electromagnetic spectrum. So like, that if anything offers more credibility to the idea that this is a simulation because these are all just waves of different sorts that are holding us together i don't know bro i that that's just beyond me at this point <laughs> and this is this is getting into the territory where like i stop caring because i'm like i'm just I'm where just are the midterms <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm just trying to help the world i don't know about See, all that <laughs> yeah la- last episode should have been a perfect example you're like yeah yeah i think this like we can find some way to help everybody out and i'm just like but what if machines ran everything? <laughs> What's the point of it all? Why are we trying to mitigate pain and suffering when we're all going to be sheep in the end? <laughs> Which I didn't yeah, say the it philosophy that way, versus but... reality shit. Yeah, I, I well, don't want to be that way either. I hate I'm, that. But this conversation was a little bit like that. It's just, and I do, but I do find this interesting. Yeah, because I think it is, I, I can especially the AI stuff is going to be is going to be relevant in the future for sure, and we're going to have to. Th- figure out what we decide to do hopefully we, we have competent here. leadership we should just stop now if you think about it if we just stopped in terms of innovation and only trying to utilize our current level of like innovation in terms of like trying to assist the world instead of trying to like fucking dude cryptocurrency it. already exists so it's too late <laughs> You got me there. <laughs> you got me there. It's too late, bro. <laughs> Maybe at 2008 before cryptocurrency, it would be good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Now we've entered the realm of like speculation powered by computations. <laughs> now now that <laughs> there's absolutely no way to control it. If if the old people who run the, the legal system don't know anything about like Snapchat or like <laughs> Google, we're so fucking screwed. The amount of exponential growth in technology versus the um, the age of our elite elected leadership is just so sad, because <laughs> yeah, it's just oh my god. Like when these people were in high school, fucking color TV didn't even fucking exist yet. Like that's how bad. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, a good episode. I think it's interesting to talk about this stuff. I mean, we may be bubbling idiots, or maybe we found it assembled into something. I don't know. Well, I want it's still to fun to talk creative about projects. Nicholas, we can talk about that next time. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of them, for those of you who are unaware. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> what else would it be? I'm going to have Cry a YouTube channel. I'm going to have a YouTube channel guys soon so you watch out for that. We're going to have a YouTube channel. No, that's a separate thing. I'm having my own YouTube channel. You only succeed under my shadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sure. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I'll, I'll make a YouTube you can channel plug, too. You can plug your What's your creative project, Nicholas? Plug it. It's, Just real quick, very succinct. Suck my ass, Gabriel. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, fuck off then. All right, great episode everybody. Have a ho- great day. Have a holy day. <laughs> <laughs> May God bless thee on this day, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Yeah. All right. Peace out, folks. Goodbye. Um, have a good day. You Thanks too. for letting us. You were gonna do the joke again, weren't yeah, you? I was. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm forgetting something. What is it? What is it? Oh yes. Well, you didn't say fly Trying by the be... seat of urine than that. <laughs> yeah, I was close to. I was about... every time I was like, God, I don't really know what I'm talking about. But like, is that really any fly by? The... Yeah, this episode is gonna be called "Fly by the Seat of Your Pants" yeah. astrophysics or whatever the fuck this was. Uh, this episode is sponsored by "Fly by the Seat of Your Pants" tutoring. <laughs> <laughs> where we give you approximate knowledge of everything in your textbook <laughs> that we think is probably right yeah <laughs> where is that <Maybe. laughs> what yeah <laughs> what's that post <laughs> are you having issues in physics well uh stand by while i tutor you i read an article like t- two years ago <laughs> well it was the title of an article <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks for you letting for <laughs> thanks for letting us into your homes, into to wear your socks right before you put them on. And uh... Jesus, make it worse every time. Oh I will be God. in their skin at one point. <laughs> All right. All right. Folks. We're canceling the podcast, y'all. Goodbye. <laughs>